hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Fight Wing TV. I am Natasha Devine, your host. And uh, it is, of course, Saturday night, about midnight, or actually it looks like 12.15. Uh, that is for those of you who are watching this live. So, there's a lot of uh, discussions that always go on in the uh, internet world. And uh, they're bringing back up the topic about uh, reparations. And of course I have made videos on this topic before about how, you know, black folks hate taxes. Um, so you'd essentially be giving black people money that you stole from them via taxes. Um, if there were to be such a thing as reparations, um, in my opinion, it would be something that uh, the corporate entities which profited from slavery uh, should pay if it were to be a thing. I'm not saying that I think that it should be a thing, but um, <clears throat> i got something on my glasses, excuse me. Uh, but if it is a thing, it doesn't need to be taken out of tax money, okay? Uh, that aside, it got me thinking about the entire concept and history of slavery in the United States and how it has essentially created the problems that we see today. Oh, well, a lot of them anyway. Not, not all of the problems, but most of them, right? So, for example, um, we, we won't even get into the moral implications, all right, uh, about slavery. Uh, oh, by the way, if you want to chime in or have anything to say about this and you'd like to have your voice heard, I do have a Twitter space open now uh, on my Twitter. If you go to Reggae Natasha, that's my Twitter handle, um, you can go in the Twitter space if you want to talk or ask a question or anything. I'm kind of treating that like the live call-in uh, for the show now. Uh, so hit up the uh, Twitter space. So, anyway, um, if you don't have Twitter and you do want to comment or something, you can always just leave um, a comment in the Twitch chat right there, though. Um, so back to slavery and its ruinous influence on uh, the United States. So, the United States of America should have canceled outlawed, got rid of whatever slavery um, in the first place. We're not going to get into the moral implications of it because there, you know, if you were treating slaves properly as in the biblical sense, because you know, in the Bible, slave and worker are the same word. In Hebrew, eved is it, slavery and being a worker mean the same thing. However, they don't have the same connotation that we have nowadays of thinking of people being 
whipped hard, slavery, uh, things like that. So much that in the Torah, when they talk about uh, the way that the Egyptians were acting, they had to specify that they were cruel and so forth, not just that they had slaves, because slave means worker in Hebrew. Okay? Same word. Um, now, that Hebrew lesson aside, uh, the concept of slavery, I don't even want to get into that because it's like something that could become a, a deep moral debate that people go back and forth about that. Okay, but let's just say that, that slavery is an option, and I'll tell you why it's a bad option. Okay, um, number one. the ruinous influence of slavery on domestic labor, okay? We complain nowadays about, oh, they bring in um, people from South America and Mexico, they take our jobs because they work for lower pay, all that type of stuff. Well, okay, let's think about if they work for free. That's slavery, right? So every job that a slave does is a job that American doesn't get paid for. Okay, there's that. So think of how many, you know, let's say there's a, I, I, I'm, the numbers, the exact numbers are escaping me right now, but let's say there's 30,000 slaves in America at a given time. Maybe there's more, maybe there's less, I'm just picking arbitrary number. Let's say there's 35,000, 30,000, 30, whatever, 30,000 slaves, that's 30,000 non-paying positions. That's 30,000 non-jobs that could have existed for a paid laborer that could have given somebody a chance to make their life better, to put back into the economy, uh, and to, you know, rise in status um, class-wise. Um, however, all these people working for free, even if the slave master, owner, whatever, I, I, I don't prefer to use the word owner because I don't think that you can own really another human being, but, uh, uh, but people can be mastered by others, so I prefer to, to use the term slave masters. Um, so, or slaveholders, slavers, okay. Um, in any case, even if the slavers were feeding them well, um, they were still collectivizing the living spaces, um, the food in bulk and so forth, so it, it still ends up being cheaper than if you were paying them a, a living wage, okay? <laughs> I know some people say, well, you know, that was an argument I had, or I actually argued with somebody online, I said, well, you know, the thing about slavery is, uh, you know, it's very expensive to keep slaves, <laughs> it's like, well, it's cheaper than paying people a living real wage. Um, so anyway, it's ruinous to domestic labor. Uh, to have a large portion of the 
workforce being free slave labor, okay? And then the other issue is that it accelerated the production of our country and accelerated the economy for the slave masters and the producers of cotton and other things like that. So it gave us this uh, inflated gross national product uh, while at the same time disempowering the workers. So what we have there is those two things are supposed to go together, right? Um, worker makes money, puts money into the economy, uh, goods get produced, bought and sold, boom, 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 country and individual move up together. But with slavery, what we have is that the country moves forward, but the individuals, the working class, did not. Um, and you ended up with people, I mean, doing other things. You know, uh, obviously, with, with lack of work, people end up doing other things, and they could be, you know, uh, maybe they, some of them were farmhands, perhaps, doing similar work that slaves might have done. Um, but a lot of people would have turned to crime or, or just the point is they didn't have the job that the slaves took so they have to turn to other options. Um, so we accelerate our gross, our gross national product. We become a superpower in the world and we start you know, creating this unipolar situation that we have in the world now where America is the big great superpower but yet we have so many people starving so many people uh, having problems we have the lowest of our country are in some of the worst situations probably since the Great Depression right now uh, and this is all because of the slavery back then we went so f forward as a young country, a young country that had was still, frankly, we were we were still ironing out our our mores as a nation uh, and our values, uh, but we should have gotten rid of slavery uh, during the point of the ratification of the Constitution. I believe, and I don't have necessarily proof for this, but there have, you know, I've read different um, records of the discussions that went back and forth, and I believe that there was a heavy mercantile influence on some of the Burgesses um, when we were forming, after the Revolutionary War, our uh, national laws, the law of the land, which is the Constitution. Um, I mean, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, um, all men being created equal, these things that were the, the spirit of the Declaration of Independence uh, was muted a little bit uh, in the perpetuation of slavery in the United States. Uh, now, when we didn't get rid of slavery, which I believe is due to the mercantile influence on the Burgesses in the early ratification period, um, 
we set ourselves on this path and now we're talking about giving reparations to black people out of black people's tax money to make up uh, for this historical uh, mistake, you know? And it's really crazy because frankly, the entire world uh, deserves reparations um, for American slavery because American slavery is what made us into this superpower which created this colonialist hegemony around the world. Um, so the problem with slavery is twofold. There's the moral issues of the way that you treat the people and, and, and then, you know, what happens to the non-slaves economically as well. But then that other aspect of, of how it has accelerated our country, we did too well too fast, frankly. We did too well too fast, we got too big for our britches, and in that process, we withered away more and more of that original spirit of the Declaration of Independence. Um, and frankly, that's why we had to, after the ratification of the Constitution, that's why we had to have arguments and things about getting the Bill of Rights passed. Um, just because of that, we were still forming our value system. There was mercantile influences, and the spirit of the Declaration of Independence was what gave that power to the Revolutionary War. But after the war is over, people try to, you know, act like they're well. We're more level-headed. We're more calm now. You know, everything is fine. Uh, now we need to set about and start making laws and. A little bit of that revolutionary spirit, um, frankly, disappeared um, during you know some of the original law making sessions. Obviously, I mean the fact that you know we're all talking about everything about freedom and and all of these wonderful concepts that they're putting forth as founding fathers, and somehow in the mix, it, we know that Jefferson and Washington uh, were, were opposed to the idea of slavery even though they participated in, in it to some extent, same with Hamilton, um, but they they were like, oh, this is, there's got to be a better way, you know, type of thing. And um, I think that was the time to implement that better way and um, I think we're still paying for that. So that's what I wanted to say about uh, slavery and reparations uh, today. Secondarily, um, Germany. Ah, uh, fucking Germany. So uh, everybody's got their panties in a bunch about Roger Waters, Flash and Anne Frank dressed up like, uh, like Nazi type uniform uh, obviously is a you know satire about Nazism now who he's calling a Nazi 
maybe that could be up to some interpretation. Um, but he clearly is calling someone else a Nazi, not himself. I mean, <laughs> it's like they've never heard of uh, Pink Floyd and that he does this like anti-authoritarian stuff and like, you know, the wall and they wear costumes and it, it, it's all, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance in uh, Pink Floyd uh, and Roger Waters concerts. Um, now, I'm not a fan of their music, really. Um, I think their pomp and circumstance of their shows is probably what got them more popular than, than any memorable song, in my opinion. Uh, but it, it is what it is, and that's his art, and that's the way he does it. That's I definitely would not have done that, but that's, you know, the 90% of what passes for art nowadays uh, I would not have done. Uh, so, but people are clutching their pearls saying he's an anti-Semite and a Nazi and all this crazy stuff. And um, I, in a separate discussion, I was on Twitter and I said, you know, uh, fuck your whole country, <laughs> Germany. I mean, you know, I was like, hey, Germany, fuck your whole country because. I mean, fuck them, you know, come on, what, what do they do good in the world? Not a lot. I'm not saying fuck everybody who's ethnically German, but as a country, as a state, yeah, fuck them, fuck them. Uh, they were Nazis, communists, and now plutocratic globalists. You, you've been the, the three shittiest things that I hate in the world. Fuck your whole country, okay? Uh, uh, looks like Russia has expelled uh, Germans uh, as well, so that ought to be spicy. Um, speaking of Russians, there is, uh, I predict, some strangeness uh, with the uh, Chechens in relation to the Albanian uh, Kosovars and the ethnic clashes that are happening in Serbia right now. If you don't know the deep uh, story behind that, let's just simplify it to um, Kosovo is kind of like Pakistan. Like you know how there was India and then like the Muslims all kind of like took over this one area and said okay we're going to be our own Muslim separate autonomous country now. That's Okay, so that's what happened in Europe. There's Serbia and the Kosovars were mostly Muslims. Not 100%, but mostly Muslims. So this area was like a Muslim Kosovo area. Mo many, not all, but many of them are ethnic Albanians, the Muslims. Uh, so you understand that. You understand that most of the Chechens in the special military operation in Ukraine are also Muslims, there's going to be some people who are going to take sides in that and uh, probably have less support of the uh, Ukraine operation uh, because of Russia's support for Serbia, who is essentially being viewed as Islamophobic right now. Or anti-Muslim or whatever the fuck you <laughs> want they don't like them okay they don't like the Muslims 
uh, and that is what's going on over there. So I just wanted to mention that I don't know if it's going to be, but I'm kind of predicting that there there will be a little bit of a shift. Uh, something's going to happen with with the the Russians and the Serbians. Um, what I don't know yet. Uh, another topic. Hang on. Somebody's in the Twitter space. Do you want to be a speaker? No? Okay. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Where were we? What other topics are in the news today? Obviously, um, the. Kennedy campaign is uh, going pretty strong. Um, trying to get out there and promote Bobby Kennedy Jr. Uh, his website, Kennedy24.com, has had some like recent updates to it. On Monday uh, in San Diego, there will be a really big shoot uh, with uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. Is going to be speaking, and there's going to be a meet and greet, and all sorts of uh, I don't. There's like surprise guests and speakers, and all sorts of things going on at Humphreys by the Bay in San Diego, Monday, four to eight p.m. That's Pacific Central Time. Uh, if you're interested in that, and you want to get tickets. Uh, it's a fundraiser event, so there's like various ticket prices apparently. Um, but you go on that uh, kennedy24.com slash san-diego san Diego with a dash in the middle and you can get them tickets on there so check it out if you're in the uh, San Diego Orange County Southern California area uh, that is the topic for all of the uh, Kennedy stuff right now. That's what's Monday, you know. Um, but he had some other good stuff recently. Uh, he spoke about the uh, drug uh, issue, um, opioid crisis. Talked about opening uh, holistic healing centers across the country uh, after the style of this one that uh, you've gone to in Italy. And then he also talked about. Uh, Gun control, because people have been asking, you know, well, what is, you know, Kennedy's a Democrat, what's his position on the, is he one of these gun grabbers, you know? Obviously, he has said that he's a constitutionalist several times, uh, but, you know, you have to reinforce stuff for people. So he cut through the whole entire gun control mass shootings argument with a surgical fucking blade, like, sliced right in there and said, grabbing guns is not the answer. Um, we need to stop the over-prescribing of uh, psychotropic pharmaceuticals to teenagers. You know, these people who are doing these shootings, they're all on medication. Once again, we can see how pharma is working with the military-industrial complex, right? Um, now, that brings me back to the Ukraine. Uh, I looked into this stuff, and we're essentially um, 
we're at war for GMO. That's what's going on in Ukraine. Um, for Monsanto and DuPont, they wanted to expand GMO seed companies, seed factories, uh, in the Ukraine, which is considered the breadbasket of Europe. 2013-2014, this happened. They, then John Kerry was like, hey, we must pass the Maidan. Um, they considered Yugosenko to be a Russian, you know, the, the, or I think I pronounced his name correctly, the previous uh, Ukrainian president. And uh, so he was ousted as being pro-Russian. We know the whole right, the whole revolution of Maidan that happened, uh, but I didn't know that Article 404 of the new accords of the agreement to oust the previous guy included uh, a provision which plans for the expansion of genetically modified bioengineering. Products in Ukraine. So this is a GMO war. So now you're like, oh, why do they talk so much shit about Bobby Kennedy? Why do they talk so much shit about? Because these companies, they are making a profit from death. And if you go out there saying, man, I want to save lives, you're a threat to their profit. Um, and it's sad. It's really sad. I mean, I, I'm smiling because it's so ridiculous. But I mean, it is—it's it, a sad, um, sad, sad situation. We have captive uh, agencies owned by industry. So they'll pharma up these people at a young age. They act crazy. They go and shoot up someplace or whatever so they can bang the gun control drum and then they can come and, oh, well, we're taking, you know, so now there's got to be some sort of new technology that they can sell you to for, oh, well, we have a system to keep a track of all the guns you're collecting. Everything is a fucking racket in this. Every solution is something that they're trying to sell you for profit, okay? And every problem is something they created in order to sell you the for-profit solution. Isn't that just fucking terrible? Isn't it terrible? It's the worst our world probably has, has ever been is right now. Uh, if we can get Mr. Kenyon, that would be great. And I believe we can. I honestly do believe we can. Uh, I know there's some, you know, doomsayers out there, Democrats, whatever, bro. Look, we're voting Democrat, deal with it. Um, but it, he has a good chance, and uh, and once he gets in there, then we can kind of start having a little bit less of the surveillance state because they're surveilling you, not just to see if you're doing a crime, but to sell you shit, man. They're surveilling you, just so you know how you get to give up your data and you click agree on these terms of service. That's surveillance. 
on all these fucking social medias. They're watching what you do. They're watching what site you went to after and before you went to their site. Why? Because they want to know what ads to serve to you. But they also want to know what agency to serve your data to. It's all fucked up. Uh, but in any case, <laughs> uh, I decided this week, hey, I want to do a little something slightly different. Um, because I was previously um, doing the live stream of reggae. Saturday night, reggae night. Uh, but we decided to switch the format to be the podcast uh, because it's election year and there's so much going on. And frankly, uh, I listen to reggae all the time, not just on Saturday night. So it's like, uh, you know. Anyway, um, I decided to my music on this episode since uh, unlike the audio only version of the podcast this has some visuals and I figure well why not um, play a couple tunes if you have any specific uh, requests you can go in the twitter space or the twitch chat um, but I was just talking about agency capture and by industry and I just thought of this song so I'm gonna play it. This is a police battalion song that we put out about um, originally almost two years ago uh, but I think it's uh, meaningful because of the Kennedy campaign. Uh, it, it's timely so alphabet soup. Watching all the letters melt away 
uh, I figured that, you know, uh, my music is shadow banned uh, and censored a lot. And some, you know, we get, like, we'll get a show booked and then some crazy person will threaten it or, you know, tell some bullshit to the um, club owner and they'll get canceled, stuff like that. Um, and then there's just the thing that there are so many less places to play now. Uh, just after the pandemic, so many places uh, went out of business that once, you know, existed. Um, so I figured, well, I had my live stream uh, and Twitch, and so why not <laughs> just turn that into a show um, partially, you know, we can do the talk about the politics, um, and then, you know, in a sense, sing about the politics too, um, you know, because obviously not every single song um, that I've written is highly political, but, you know, most of them are, and the ones that uh, get you in trouble <laughs> tend to be. Uh, political ones. Uh, and so, of course, when you get in trouble for it, it's like uh, cooler, you know what I mean, to some people. Like, oh, wow, you know, you can't believe y'all, yeah, that's y'all on the edge and shit, you know. <laughs> and that's cool or whatever, you know. Um, but, that's not the reason for doing it. We're not trying to do the song in order to, to get banned or to own the libs or trigger the snowflakes or something. To, to get the idea is to fucking get the message out. So when it shadow bans, it's like to us, that's not really cool. You know? <laughs> like, um, like some people, yeah, that's a badge of honor. Well, in a sense, yeah, it is, but it's also bullshit because it, we're trying to web build people, we're trying to talk about important shit. Um, I, I am, you know, I'll say that I am because I write the lyrics, but um, in reality, uh, I figure, well, if I can play right here, <laughs> I'm going to do one more later, and we'll get back to uh, probably to regular talking in a moment, um, about And I honestly picked that one not because anything uh, is going on with Afghanistan specific today, um, but because I was already singing in E minor and that was in E minor. So there you go. You got Afghanistan just because of the key was in. Yeah. 
social media or your Spotify or whatever, look up Natasha Divine. There should be three releases in there, uh, one single, two albums. That is uh, what I have to say about that, so please do go and support that. Um, let's see what's going on in the Twitter space here. particular. Uh, Alright, so if everybody um, is supporting uh, Mr. Kennedy, I wanted to remind you that uh, a very important part, especially on the Democratic side, a very important part of getting somebody to be the nominee is delegates. So. Um, I would appreciate if you are available um, to go to the convention uh, in the fall of 2024 uh, that you volunteer to be a delegate and uh, try to work within your local Democratic Party to get that position. Don't just express interest. Uh, repeatedly express interest and go and get it. Go and get it, get it, get it. Okay? Uh, but it's been going about 45 minutes now. I think we're going to go ahead and end this stream. I'm going to close the Twitter space now. Twitter space, folks, is ending. Good night. Yes. Yes, I want to end the Twitter space. Thank you.
Uh, I hope everyone uh, has a decent Memorial Day weekend. Uh, if you are in Southern California, please do go attend the American Resurrection, the American Resurrection event uh, in San Diego at Humphreys by the Bay. Uh, on Monday. It's actually on Monday Memorial Day. Um, most people are off work. Definitely all military and state workers or any type of job that relates to a state type of thing is going to be off. Uh, but most most jobs are, are off on Memorial Day. So, uh, you know, most 9 to 5 jobs. So please, uh, if you're in that area, definitely head on down there. I mean, Unless you're totally fucking broke and you can't get over there, then you're not really much use to the fundraiser because it does cost, I think, 40 bucks to get in. So if you don't have 40 bucks, maybe you should stay home and uh, sort your shit out. But other than that, definitely, um, definitely go and support Bobby Kennedy. Also, um, I believe if you sign up on his website, you should get news if there's any like events going to be near you in your own area um, you know sign up for all of that stuff okay and if you don't I'll be mad at you no, I'm just kidding I don't even know who the fuck you are but I, I would appreciate if you um, did that do 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 a solid and Go to the American Resurrection, look up hashtag American Resurrection on um, Twitter, Instagram, uh, possibly Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, hit up that hashtag and you'll see different flyers for it and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be great. Be fucking great, mate. Fucking great. Alright, so. Um, Oh, also, also, um, I, uh, am on TikTok now. There's a Bobby Bros 2024, uh, one that's a Kennedy promotion page, but I actually have, uh, myself on there, on the TikTok, uh, and my name is Real Natasha Devine, like R-E-A-L. That's about it, and I think I'll probably uh, just maybe play the guitar a little bit more, and uh, then we'll probably be done with this.